everyone's contribution to the work of multi-tiered systems of support means that everyone's all in. All students benefit from tiers of supports, whether they're struggling, whether they're advanced, whether they're on target. The IUs really understand process. They understand the dynamics within the school districts. They have the relationships to help facilitate with schools. Hello, Montgomery County, and welcome to the OPL podcast from MCIU. My name is Brandon Langer, and I'm the Director of Innovation and Strategic Partnerships at the Montgomery County Intermediate Unit. And this is our conversation with ed leaders, thought leaders in the space of education, where we dive into top topics in the areas of education. What's going on in our schools? How are we looking to progress education from the ed service agency perspective? And today's a really exciting conversation because I'm joined by three amazing educators, and Ryan, I include you in that, more on that in a second. Uh, but we have you know, a great team together today to talk MTSS and data and where are we with this work. So we're going to go around the horn and introduce a couple colleagues from MCIU and our friends from Lincoln. I'm Becky Millspot. I work as a project consultant for the Montgomery County Intermediate Unit. And I'm Donna Gaffney, the Director of Organizational and Professional Learning at Montgomery County Intermediate Unit, otherwise known as all things curriculum, instruction, assessment, and professional development. And I'm Ryan Winter, President and CEO of Linkit. And once again, thank you all for joining. Uh, this has been a partnership between Linkit and the MCIU that's existed since I came on board uh, just under five years ago. I know it existed a little bit before I got here, but it's been really fun to watch this partnership grow, watch the work grow and develop over time. And it, it has really been a amazing example of what a partnership between an organization like Linkit and an organization like the Montgomery County Intermediate Unit can grow into and do. It's just been a lot of fun to watch and a lot of fun to to learn with all of you through this. That's why I include Ryan as an educator, because Ryan, I've been learning from you ever since I got here with your presentations to our organization. So thank you all for joining. I want to start today just by asking a, a very simple question. I'll start with Donna. You know, Donna, when I came to Pennsylvania, MTSS had a much larger presence than where I was in New Jersey at the time. And I'm wondering, you know, for anyone that maybe isn't living this every day, when we say MTSS, what, what does that mean? It's, it's very big. <laughs> it is big. It is big. For us, I think MTSS is, is what school's about. It's what learning's about. What we're really talking about is being able to know our students well enough that we can deeply understand where their strengths are, where their needs are academically, behaviorally. And with the limited time and resources we have in schools today, be very strategic in targeting the kinds of instruction, supports, interventions that are needed. All students benefit from tiers of supports, whether they're struggling, whether they're advanced, whether they're on target. It's really about growth and it's about ensuring that we're doing our best to customize as much as we can to meet the learner where they are in order for them to reach their greatest potential. It's not just about digging down to tier three. It is about everybody and ensuring that we move forward in a way that is supportive of everyone, all learners. And Becky, I think one of the things that I've so thoroughly enjoyed working with you over the last four years is just learning the nuances of that practice, of, of procedure, of the work itself, to be honest with you. When you approach the work of MTSS, you know, what speaks to you in this realm? How do you go about that at a, at a more specific level? And how do you keep achieving the outcomes that you've been helping to guide throughout your whole career? 
It's interesting you say throughout my whole career because I did start this with our state in a pilot in 2007. Um, but I will honestly say what is driving and what is the force behind this is creating responsive systems. And without having information coming from multiple different perspectives, multiple different experiences, and also looking at your outcome information. So your outcome information within the context of the system is absolutely important when you're trying to build a multi-tiered system of support. So when we talk about the the different responsiveness of the of the system what we're actually saying is what are we doing with the information we have? Are we actually able to get a great level of efficacy which means is it working? And who is it working for? Who's benefiting from the work that we're doing? And also be able to get a lot of different voices in the conversation, meaning that there's shared ownership. Family engagement is not a one-off. Family engagement is part of multi-tiered systems of support, right? Talking about curriculum, talking about instruction, talking about how the students are responding to what we provide every day, that's part of the communication. So when you talk to me about multi-tiered um, systems of support, the biggest thing that I think about is responsiveness and communication. It's a great segue over to Ryan, because Ryan, I, I feel like the ability for, for anyone to do those two things moving forward, whether you're in education or any field at this point, data is just going to be a cornerstone of it. When you look at LinkIt as a product, and, and for those that aren't familiar, maybe it'd be great for, for you to give us, you know, the the elevator speech about what LinkIt does and in, in your your organization, but you know we're also really curious. How have you evolved into this landscape as that MTSS conversation is driving so much of what people want to do with data? Sure, and thanks for having me. So, LinkIt is a company that helps school districts use data effectively, and so we do that by helping consolidate data from different places, both what we call third-party systems, that's data created elsewhere, like state data, third-party assessments, like benchmarks, universal screeners, um, ELL data, um, college and career readiness data, early literacy data, even data from a student information system, like attendance, grades, and behavior, and bringing that into one place. So, so important with data to make that data accessible. Um, secondly, there's kind of local data that districts create themselves, and that's through sometimes traditional assessments, through online testing or paper-based testing, but also alternative assessments, performance-based data, rubric-based data, student artifacts and work, um, and we collect that as well. So bringing that data that's both locally created as well as created elsewhere in one place tied to a single student and have that data follow the student over time is really sort of the foundation of Linkit's mission to make data accessible and intuitive. And then to your second question about how we've evolved into MTSS, um, I think, you know, the collection and analysis of data was kind of phase one of data-driven instruction. Kind of phase two is putting that data into practice and making it actionable. And to Becky's point, making it effective or analyzing what's not effective. And so a lot of our clients were asked us, now that what we have the data, what can we do? And MTSS really was that answer. And Donna, you, you kind of started this journey with this partnership back at the beginning. 
what stands out to you or continues to stand out to you with what Lincoln's been able to provide with what our consultants are doing with districts and where is that marriage really forging ahead and, and leading to meaningful outcomes from your perspective? For me, Lincoln's always been the solution to the, the capacity issue. Do we have designated time to look at data? Do we have resources that can um, collate and harness and assemble, gather all that data? Um, the other piece to it is uh, I'm always amazed by two things with Linkit. Number one, their commitment to evolve their product, to do the R&D that's necessary, to keep up with the changing educational landscape. As new data sources are available, uh, as new perspectives come into play, you know, Linkit has always been ready and willing to follow through on making it what the customer needs, making it what the districts need in order to interact with that data in the most meaningful way. And the second part is Linkit is committed to that capacity building when it comes to truly understanding what the data is and what it's saying, helping people become fluent in that interpretation and analysis of that data, and then also not overlooking, you know, the now what. You got the so what, the now what. And Ryan has invested his team in building their understanding of what an MTSS system looks like, and then helping to be a part of that, that actionable solution. Thank you for that, Donna. Can't help but think too, Becky, of, of the work you're doing in terms of when I hear you talk about uh, different types of assessments or ways we look at whether a district or, or school is MTSS ready. Can you talk us through that a little bit? Because I feel like we need we need that continue that continuous evolutionary mindset as we approach that work because we're not going to be everybody has to start somewhere. Yes, I think that uh, the first thing we need to do is actually have a vision of what's going to happen when you have more clarity in your multi-tiered systems of support. And when you have that vision, then you start asking the right questions. And I think Ryan is going to uh, probably smiling at me right now when I say, never look at data without a question. And those questions often come from a review of how your system is currently responding and what your outcomes you're getting from what you're currently doing with curriculum, instruction, and your assessment, right? And when you look at multiple forms of information that's coming to you and through the system, you have to start asking yourselves, what questions are we needing to really address in order to meet that vision? Because then you can start to look at the myriad of different multi-tiered systems of support readiness checklists that are all over the place. Um, and there's some really great ones. Pennsylvania has a really nice uh, MTSS readiness checklist. New Jersey does too, Ryan. Um, I know that I've heard that from Frankie. Um, there's also another um, from the Center on MTSS, which is the national um, uh, website. They also have some good checklists, but here's the thing about checklists. Checklists is all, are also process data. And one of the things about uh, having a responsive multi-tiered systems of support is not that you're going to find more to do, it's that you're going to focus on what's most important to do. So while you're actually looking for some of these readiness checklists, you really need to have an idea of where are you in relationship to where you want to be. 
and you're talking about Ryan, you know, smiling at that. Ryan said something to me in a different conversation. Uh, I don't remember when. Ryan, you said the statement. I wrote it down. How can I make data successful in my school district? It feels like that is a guiding question uh, that that many leaders may be asking themselves. Maybe it's something you ask of others, but it's actually ringing through me as Becky's talking about. You can't just expect to have this system and have it fix things for you. Need to come to the table with intention and, and questions and vision for the work. So how do you guide that? I mean, Donna's speaking to your company's ability to adapt. Becky's speaking to your your company's ability, you know, the product's ability to facilitate and, and be a, a source of information. You know, how do you approach that for, from your seat? I think the short answer is um, there's practices that we've learned that work well and things that we know don't work so well. And obviously we try and use the things that we've seen work best. I think that understanding districts' goals, their challenges and pain points, and their vision is kind of the starting point, right? I think um, really trying to achieve an end outcome and then working backwards to get to that outcome is where as an implementation and solution provider, we try and add value and really try and sort of demonstrate how we're going to sort of meet the needs of the school districts. There's a lot of commonalities between school districts. There are nuances between them, even within the school district, there are nuances between schools and different subgroups different subjects and grade bands. So you really have to be thoughtful about how the system can work for all the different stakeholders. But I do want to revisit another part to that question, which is the value of partnership and sort of why we want to partner with IUs, but particularly what makes the Montgomery County IU partnership special for us. One of the things that I think everyone in education knows is how hard data and MTSS is. There's a lot of people who can add value to helping support schools and those that have kind of aligned missions and differentiated expertise that when combined sort of create an optimal solution and support for schools makes sense. And one of the things my partner and founder of Lincoln, Josh Poe, and I learned very early on was that process was as if not more important than product. We were going to focus on the product side of things. And while we sort of help um, schools discuss their products and have some you know, thoughts about it and get better at it, the IUs really understand process. They understand the dynamics within the school districts. They have the relationships to help facilitate really sort of meaningful trust um, with schools. And then there's expertise that as solution vendors, we have in the data and technology space, but in the MTSS space, um, when we first started, we did not have internally. We're building that capacity, but we learned a lot from the IU. And we collaborated with Becky early on about what MTSS really should be, what's happening in Pennsylvania, how it's evolved, what should be the needs of our product. It really is an iterative process when you sort of design product. Um, at least the way we approach it is not to think that you're going to get it right on the first time, but try and do the best job to do so and sort of iterate over time and having a partner to be objective, really have the districts 
in mind, first and foremost, as we sort of provide value as sort of core to our partnership. And while we're so grateful for the expertise and support that Montgomery IU has brought to us. So much great stuff here. I know we can keep talking for, for quite a while. I, I do want to kind of bring us to a close here with just a very simple question. Well, a very, I should say, short question. I don't know that it's simple to answer. And I'm going to start with Becky, but I'd, like, I'd be curious of all of your answer to the one question. The question is, I'm a teacher or I'm a parent or I'm a paraeducator. I'm, I'm somebody that, that has a very specific role in education. I've not really known much about MTSS, but my principal has asked me to get involved with the team. What would you tell somebody that would be approaching this work for the first time to keep their focus on, something not to be scared of, something to engage with? There's any number of ways to approach it. But Becky, I'm going to start with you. How would you speak to somebody who's, who's a little bit newer to the arena, but is, is either interested in joining or being asked to, to join in with this work? A system can only be as responsive as the information, the communication that happens. You can see I'm kind of keeping that yeah. same theme because when I think about everyone's contribution to the work of multi-tiered systems of support means that everyone's all in, right? And that we need the right information at the right time in front of the right people in order to move forward. And so if you're getting asked to be part of that, you're part of that. You're part of that responsiveness. So I would say, um, I'll go back to Donna's first statement about MTSS is it's everything education is. And um, it's about identifying students' strengths and weaknesses, you know, really trying to help target those specific weaknesses, you know, right size it, identify the specific skills, setting a goal collecting data to measure that goal and what was successful to sort of have a team of stakeholders that sort of help each student's intervention become successful. And to Becky's point, really having the communication, the data, the documentation all in a responsive system to really track the efficacy of, did we sort of personalize that pathway for that student? For me, it, it all comes down to culture. What What is the, the, the culture for teaching and learning that we want? Whether it's our frameworks and our systems for meeting the needs of students, whether it's the, the tools and data management systems that we put together, helping everyone not only be able to understand and interpret and access that data, but then understanding that we're only as good as our inputs and our outputs, right? And if it's really about um, building the capacity of the educators in the school, as well as then increasing and continuously improving the outcomes for students in the school, it all boils down to you know a culture of data use uh, and a culture of really being strategic and informed about the steps we're taking on behalf of the educators and the students in the system. Yeah, and I'm sorry, I've never done this before, but I have to just call out my my beautiful wife, Katie Langer, who has been engaged. The reason I asked this question is because she had never even heard of any of this before entering her current position in Upper Marion School District. And she's had the benefit of working with Becky on, on projects over at, at Gulf Elementary School. And the three of you just articulated very clearly why she has found a, a, a she's a music teacher, but has found an immense, deep respect for this process for the building of system, attention to the systems, 
the way she speaks about education now is just dramatically different than when prior to holding this position. And I think it's because she's involved in this work. And for all of the reasons that the three of you just said, it has um, motivated her. And I, I think it could do that for so many people that either um, sometimes become frustrated by the system of education or, or the position they're in and, and, and that type of thing. And we shy away from something from the outside that may look, oh, that's just what they do over there. But to what you said, Donna, this is a culture thing. This is everybody for everybody all the time. And I want to thank the three of you for you know, joining me today, but also for helping drive that message home and helping provide that type of opportunity for teachers. I've been fortunate enough to come home to it and watch, you know, a teacher grow in this work completely on the side. And it's been really magical to see. So thank you, the three of you for, for joining the conversation and, and what you've done in this area. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. For those that haven't heard before, uh, this is the OPL podcast from MCIU. We do these as often as we can. We push them out through all the podcast channels, also on social media. Please feel free to log on, uh, check out our other episodes. Also, please feel free to check out the MCIU Learning Network, learn.mciu.org. We'd love to see you on there, uh, interacting with our content we push out weekly. At this point, lots of articles, uh, examples, basically free PD given away on the Learning Network from our Office of Organizational Professional Learning. So please follow us, like, and subscribe on across the social media channels, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.